Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey everyone and welcome back to Round the Cauldron. My name is Megan, and I'm here to shed light on Wicca from a modern perspective. This podcast is produced every Monday, sometimes educational, sometimes philosophical, and always honest. And sometimes it's got the scratch of a ferret in the background. (laughs) So grab some coffee, pull up a seat, and join me round the cauldron. So thanks for joining me today for episode 21 Uh, last week we talked about sympathetic magic. I think it was sympathetic magic. I don't know. This week has been really intense. Um, I think this is episode 21. Uh, just bear with me. Bear with me here for this episode. Um... Before I really jump into the topic today, I wanted to say hello to anyone out there who is a new listener. I'm really glad you're here. Not sure if this episode is one where you might want to start off, I guess, just because for reasons that I'll explain in a minute. Um, But I am really glad that you're here, and I do hope you enjoy listening to my podcast as much as I enjoy making it. Don't forget that you can leave a review wherever you listen to help other people find the podcast. Besides the podcast, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Round the Cauldron, on Twitter at Round the Cauldron without the D, and at my website, roundthecauldron.com, where you can find show notes and links for each episode. I also have a shop where you can get a tarot reading or one of my fancy and mystical crochet items. And lastly, you can help support this podcast for as little as a dollar a month at patreon.com slash roundthecauldron, where you'll get exclusive patron-only perks. So for announcements this week, uh, for announcements this week, um, sorry if there is a bit of background noise, it's getting warm here, and um, our houses don't have a central AC So we have an AC in the window, and um, it's hot if I turn it off, so I'm not going to turn it off, because I don't want to sweat. My giveaway is still going. Don't forget that you can enter enter to win that. I'm giving away my rainbow chakra meditation shawl that I crocheted. The giveaway is open worldwide, so don't worry about that. Just head over to my website, roundthecauldron.com. And click on the link that says giveaway and enter to win and good luck. Um, I have another announcement. I was just recently, um, I just recently had the pleasure of being a guest on the Anything Goes Project podcast and web show. I'll drop the link down in the show notes, but that was a really fun experience. I got to talk with Mike, who hosts the show, Anything Goes Project, and um, it was very fun. 
I had a lot of fun. We talked a little bit about uh, my history and Wicca and theology and all kinds of stuff. So go ahead and check that out too. Um, link is down below. Um, I'll link to his podcast page and I'll also link to the, um, the YouTube video that we did together. So this week, oh gosh, this week has just been intense, so intense. And I know this episode is going to go live on the 24th, but um, I'm recording it the week before on Thursday, Friday. See, I don't even know what day it is. So I'm recording on Friday. It's going to go live on Monday. So this week was the week of the full moon the week of a summer solstice and the energy this week has just been so intense. Uh, if you follow me on Facebook at uh, facebook.com slash round the cauldron, I did post a short little two minute video and you can tell in my face just how mentally and physically and emotionally drained I am. This week has just, it's gotten to me and it's gotten to my coworkers, it's gotten to my family um, regardless of anything else that's going on, it's just the energy has been intense. Um, I don't know how many times I'm going to say intense in this episode, so let's not make a drinking game out of it because I don't want you to go to the hospital. <laughs> um, so yeah, on Monday, whatever day Monday would have been, I don't know right now. I got a phone call from my father-in-law who said that his mom had passed away, Grandma Arlene. She was 90 and she will be sorely missed. And this is really part of the inspiration for this episode because everyone in my home has different views and opinions on the afterlife and what happens after someone passes away. Um, and I thought that it would be a good, a good topic. So if you have, if you have trouble with the idea of death, this probably isn't the episode for you. Um, if you're not in the right mind, right in the, uh, oh my gosh, if you're not in the right headspace, feel free to skip this episode, come back to it when you can. It's okay. Um, I don't even know if I'm in the right headspace right now. <laughs> Um, so I think this episode might get really rambly. I'm sitting here, I got my soda, and I took my glasses off and rubbing my face because I'm just pretty much done with this whole week. I'm ready for it to be over, but this weekend, um, on Sunday, we are driving from Oregon down to California because that's where Grandma Arlene is going to be buried. And it's just been a hell of a ride so far. And I'm not really looking forward to the rest of it. Um, now, I'm not the kind of person that enjoys funerals. I mean, nobody enjoys funerals. But I really, really do not like going to funerals. Um, I attribute it to being an empath and really taking on the stress and the emotions of other people. That's probably got a lot to do with it, but I also 
have a different view on death than a lot of other people. At least in my area. So I wanted to... I wanted to explain a little bit my view on death and what happens when someone dies and um, how the views can differ depending on other things. So for me, I don't see death as an ending necessarily. It's more of a, it's more of a transition because I do believe in reincarnation and the spirit being something that is not, um, oh gosh, there's a word. The spirit being something that can't be destroyed. So for me, when someone dies, I, I believe that the spirit of that person, the soul of that person lives on because in in my mind, the, the soul is energy. It is your energy. And uh, in, in physics, energy cannot be created or destroyed. It can only be transferred. So I believe that the soul of who you are lives on after your physical body dies. Now, what that means to me is that when someone dies, their soul leaves their body and they go to their place of resting. Now in Wicca, this is popularly called the Summerland. And I'm honestly, I'm not sure why. I haven't really found a lot of, um, a lot of evidence to back up where this belief in the Summerland comes from. Unless we want to take it from Celtic mythology, where uh, a lot of Wicca is based on. So in, in the Summerland is... The Summerland is where a soul rests until it is time to incarnate as another physical being on the physical world. Or in the physical plane. So it is entirely possible, and I believe that Grandma Erlene is in the Summerland right now. She's resting. She is no longer in pain. She doesn't have to worry about all of the medical and health issues that she had before she passed in her physical body. And she's just waiting for the right opportunity to come back for, for her soul to keep learning the lessons that it needs to learn. I, I firmly believe that. And... As a, as a Wiccan, I, I grieve for the loss of her, but not for her death, because I know that her soul is still out there. Her spirit, her energy is still out there. It's just on a different plane of existence that I can't see. But if I close my eyes and I listen and I feel for her, I can feel her because she's here, just not physically here. And a lot of other, a lot of other beliefs, a lot of other cultures and religions have a belief in some form of reincarnation. Some people believe that your karma determines 
what you will be reincarnated as, whether or not you will come back as a human or you will come back as some sort of animal or creature or plant. Uh, it all depends on that, that person's belief system. The belief in the afterlife can vary too based on tradition within Wicca, based on the pantheon that you worship within Wicca, and even based on just socioeconomic status because of reasons, I guess. So, I don't know. I think it has a lot to do with if you're someone who has been in poverty and who places, who doesn't who doesn't have a lot of stock in faith because they live in poverty and nothing has ever gone right for them. They might be some of the people who are agnostic or atheist who believe that when your physical body dies, you are buried in the ground and your body feeds the earth and that's it. And that's the end of consciousness. Then there are some people who put a lot of stock in faith and they wholeheartedly believe that when someone dies, they go to heaven if they're Christian, or they're reincarnated, or they go to the Summerland, or depending on how they live their life, they go to purgatory. You know, there's there's so many different beliefs out there about the afterlife. And the truth is, we're never going to know. We will never know. Because when you die, in, in my belief... This is what I believe. When you die and your soul leaves your physical body and you go to the Summerland, at that point in time, you, you have all the memories of your soul uh, from the life that you most recently left to your very first life. However, when you're reincarnated, those memories are... Not necessarily lost, but sort of locked away because the human mind and the human brain is only capable of so much. You know, it's not like a supercomputer that has terabytes of storage. And if your soul has lived hundreds of lives, your physical body is not going to be able to maintain all the memories from before. Now, there are some people who can. I think this is because those people have newer souls or those people have not lived as many lives as others. Sometimes it could be because as the, as a human being ages and gets older, they lose the mysticism, they lose the mystery, and they stop believing in fairy tales and magic and anything supernatural. So that obviously cuts off their ties to their past lives and their past memories. There are stories out there of children who give vivid detail about something that they are 100% certain happened to them. And, and, and there's no logical explanation for it other than either it's their past life and their past memories, or they have a super imagination we won't really know, but it's really interesting to think about the child who gave an extremely detailed encounter of the sinking of the Titanic from someone's point of view 
without him being there and without seeing the movie or or hearing about how the Titanic sank. I'll see if I can find the link for the, those types of articles and put them in the show notes. Um, but it's just really interesting to me that things like that happen and that we get stories like that. I lost my train of thought. I'm sorry. Um, some other beliefs. So going through Greek mythology, if you worship the Greek pantheon, your belief on the afterlife is going to be different. Um, if I'm not mistaken, and I could be wrong about this, Greek mythology is not my strong suit. Um, when someone dies, depending on their status in life, like if they were a hero, they have a different place in the underworld. Um, if you aren't buried with a coin, you can't cross the river Styx, and you're sort of stuck there. Um, I'll post links to all of this mythology, too, just in case if I do say something wrong, that you guys have a good reference point. Um, and then I know in Norse mythology, if you worship the Norse pantheon, your view on the afterlife is different. Because um, there are several different resting places for the souls of those who have passed in Norse mythology. So I know, I don't know, I'm pretty sure that um, in Norse mythology, if you died a hero, you were welcomed into the halls of Valhalla to dine with Odin. I'm not sure about the rest of it. That's really the only thing that sticks out to me. One of these days I'll get my brother on the show with me because he's a heathen. And um, he worships the North Pan Norse Pantheon. Um, yeah. And then we have to remember that Wicca is an experiential religion. So not everything is going to be taught by the book. Not everything can be taught by the book. Wicca is about the experience. <clears throat> Whatever that may be for you. That's why it's also called a mystery tradition. It's not a mystery because everything is a secret. It's a mystery because everything that you're going to experience is mystical and can only be explained through experience. Some things can be taught, like correspondences and the stories behind the Sabbaths, but the actual spirituality of the faith is experiential, and you can't teach that. So this episode's going to be super short. I'm sorry. I, yeah, I don't know. It's just been a hell of a week, and it's not even 8.30 yet. I'm exhausted, and I need to sleep. But there's so many other things that I need to do to get ready for this weekend and our trip. I'll probably end up doing this episode again when I have a better headspace, but I need to get on here and talk to you guys and just sort of hash it out for myself because even though these are beliefs that I hold, anytime someone experiences death, it, you know, it hits hard. It's hard. It's not something that 
us as human beings like to do. <laughs> I, mean, I would hope not, and not unless you're a psychopath. Um, yeah. I just have to remind myself that as a Wiccan, my grieving is not because someone has died. Because I do believe that their spirit is resting and waiting to come back or waiting to take up the book, so to speak, and help other people along in their path. I have to remember that my grieving is for the loss of her and my life physically because she's no longer here in the physical world. Now, since you know I like my science and I like my sources, I have something here that I want to read that I found several years ago and it's always stuck with me. And I'll link to this as well, but I think it's called You Want a Physicist to Speak at Your Funeral. And I'm going to read it to you. And it's advice from a physicist named Aaron Freeman. You want a physicist to speak at your funeral. You want the physicist to talk to your grieving family about the conservation of energy so they will understand that your energy has not died. You want the physicist to remind your sobbing mother about the first law of thermodynamics, that no energy gets created in the universe and none is destroyed. You want your mother to know that all your energy, every vibration, every BTU of heat, every wave of every particle that was her beloved child remains with her in this world. You want the physicist to tell your weeping father that amid energies of the cosmos, you gave as good as you got. And at one point, you'd hope that the physicist would step down from the pulpit and walk to your broken-hearted spouse there in the pew and tell him that all the photons that ever bounced off your face, all the particles whose paths were interrupted by your smile, by the touch of your hair, hundreds of trillions of particles, have raced off like children, their ways forever changed by you. And as your widow rocks in the arms of a loving family, May the physicist let her know that all the photons that bounced from you were gathered in the particle detectors that are her eyes, that those photons created within her constellations of electromagnetically charged neurons whose energy will go on forever. You can hope your family will examine the evidence and satisfy themselves that the science is sound and that they'll be comforted to know your energy is still around. According to the Law of Conservation of Energy, not a bit of you is gone. You're just less orderly. Until next time, everyone. Bye. Thank you guys for taking the time out of your day to listen to my podcast and my rambles. I know they're not always well put together, but I really do enjoy sitting down and recording these for you. And for me. And it does mean a lot to me that I do have several people out there who are listening. Um, I don't know how many. I don't, I don't keep track of that. 
but as long as you get something out of what I have to say, I'm happy. Don't forget that you can email me, direct message me, message me on Facebook, whatever. Reach out to me at roundthecauldron at gmail.com with any questions, comments, or suggestions. I don't bite, and I will always be here to listen and help if I can. Please also consider supporting this podcast through Patreon at patreon.com slash roundthecauldron for as little as a dollar a month, where you will get patron-only exclusives, which include early access to episodes before they go live. Follow the show on social media and at roundthecauldron.com, where you will find educational articles, show notes, links, and more.